Welcome to the Socially Distant Survival Guide. My name is Kevin Weinbold, and together, you and I are going to win this quarantine. Whether you're losing your mind in self-isolation, not motivated enough to put on pants, or just need something to do while your sourdough starter is maturing, you are in the right place. I will be bringing you tips and tricks for your socially distant survival for as Hey there, my fellow quarantiners. Before we get on with this episode, I wanted to remind you about something exciting going on right now. Since this podcast is brand new, I need your help in spreading the word. Anyone who leaves a review on iTunes or Google Podcasts between now and May 31st will be entered into a drawing for a $100 Visa gift card or $100 directly through Venmo or Zelle. We just had our first drawing on May 15th, and the next will be May 31st. Since iTunes and Google won't display your email when you leave a review, take a screenshot of it and send it to me at sociallydistantsurvivalguide at gmail.com so I can contact you if you win. Now, on with the episode. Welcome to episode 13 of the Socially Distant Survival Guide. My name is Kevin Weinbold, and I am coming to you from my closet in Harlem, New York, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Today, I have a very special guest joining me. Jesse Rosenthal is a personal trainer and online fitness coach. I've been working with him since the fall through his Modern Man program, and after seeing the success of all of his clients, even in a shelter-at-home situation, I wanted him to come on and give us a little insight into how we can navigate our fitness and nutrition during quarantine. You can follow him on social media at rosefitnessny or find more information about his flagship program online at modernmanprogram.com. Jesse Rosenthal, welcome to the Socially Distant Survival Guide. You are the first guest that we have ever had on the podcast. So thank you for being here. Awesome. I'm honored. Thank you for having me on. And, you know, hopefully I don't ruin it for, you know, for the next guest. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. So I was wondering if you could talk, first of all, if somebody is new to fitness and all of a sudden now that we have this time and they're afraid of letting themselves go, or maybe because we've already been in quarantine two months, they notice that, you know, the number on the scale has been going up a little and they want to start making positive changes. Like, where would you recommend somebody start if they're just completely new? Yeah, so that's a good question. And I think everybody is at a different starting point, obviously. Um, But a good place to start would be to to basically have some sort of game plan in place with your nutrition and then some sort of routine for your workouts. So those are like the two kind of primary things that you'd want to have in place. So like an example with the nutrition side of things is like you want an actual strategy, right? Something that you're following every single day, not just like saying that you're going to eat clean or eat healthy, right? That's not really a strategy. That's just like trying to pick healthy foods, but you don't really know exactly what you're doing. Um, So when it comes to that, I mean, there's hundreds of options. You could search online. You could look on Google or YouTube. Um, A lot of what we do in the program, obviously, is some of the guys are keeping track of their overall calories, how much food they're eating. And then other guys are intermittent fasting, which you're doing, um, which is a simple eating schedule that tells you, all right, between these hours of the day, 
I'm going to eat all my meals. And outside of those hours, I'm pretty much not going to eat anything, but I can drink water or drink coffee or whatever it is. Um, so like tracking your calories or doing intermittent fasting would be an actual strategy that you could follow. Um, and then with the training side of things, again, you don't have to go overboard, but just have some routine in place, whether it's two, three, four times a week that you're going to set aside 30 minutes and do a workout, um, I think is probably the best place to start if you could have those two things in place. So speaking of intermittent fasting, so I was wondering if you could just give people kind of either what we could call like a beginner's guide or even just reasons why it works during quarantine and why people are finding so much success with it. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, you're absolutely crushing it uh, during quarantine. Um, but yeah, I would say that the reason that I teach intermittent fasting with a lot of the guys, um, and I've used it with girls too, um, is that it fits into so many people's schedules, right? If you have a busy schedule, if you're working a lot, if um, you know, you're not able to just be sitting there working out all day, like for the average person, it really is usually pretty simple to fit into your schedule and your lifestyle. Um, and particularly during quarantine, and we were just talking about this before, um, I'm finding that a lot of people are waking up a little bit later than usual, right? We're not waking up at four or five in the morning generally uh, to go about our day or to go into Manhattan or whatever it is. Um, so naturally, it's, it's a bit easier to do because we're at home, we're waking up a couple hours later, and generally with intermittent fasting, basically you skip breakfast and you push off your first meal until whether it's 11 a.m., noon, me and you are eating a little bit later, like 1 or 2 p.m. Mm -hmm. um, so if you're waking up a little bit later, it's just going to be even easier to, you know, to skip that first meal and push it off a couple of hours. So that's kind of the basic overview of it. Generally, people will eat within like an eight-hour eating window. So like between 2 and 10, like how you're doing, or some people do, you know, noon to 7 p.m. or 8 p.m. or whatever it is. Um, so that's basically a general outline of how people will usually implement it. Nice. And as far as working out, so you had mentioned like two or three times. One thing that has impressed me is you've been live streaming your own workouts, which I really appreciate because a lot of people will be having a program where they're just teaching a class, so to speak, but it's not there. It's not what they do for a workout. So I've really enjoyed seeing and obviously not being able to keep up because I don't have 150 <laughs> pushups in me. But um, what's impressed me is if I look at like the time invested for you to maintain your physique, it's not a big time commitment. And I think I had kind of was buying into the myth that it had to be seven days a week, three hours every time you work out. So I've been fascinated by just seeing you're doing three, four workouts a week and still getting stronger. So yeah. I'd love it if you could just talk a little bit about that and kind of dispel the myth that like more is not necessarily more. Yeah, that's a good point. And I think that that's a huge misconception just generally, um, even outside of the quarantine, that you need to make these massive, massive sacrifices to get in shape and really to get in the best shape of your life. And the truth is that you don't have to, right? For the average person to lose 20 pounds or to, to you know, tone up a little bit or to, to feel better three or four days a week 
is plenty, right? Most people don't do, don't even do that as far as strength training goes. Um, but as far as transitioning to this quarantine setting that we're in, it has been a big adjustment and a learning process for me as well, because generally I train at the gym and I'll, I'll work out at the gym five or six days a week simply because I like it and I look forward to it. Um, I like working out with weights and I, I like physically going to a location to work out. Um, so it's something I enjoy and training at home is not something I enjoy. <laughs> so like, I really have to get myself motivated and I really have to do like, really I have to have discipline to do it when I really don't want to do it at all. And that's where I feel like I can actually relate to a lot of the people who come into the program, not liking exercise in general, right? Any type of exercise. So I feel like I can relate. Um, and basically what I've done is I've cut the amount of workouts I'm doing in half, right? At the gym, I'd work out five, six days a week. Now I'm working, working out three or four days a week at home. And I realized that I didn't want to do them. But if I committed publicly to live streaming them for anyone who wanted to follow along, that I wasn't going to go back on my word and I wasn't going to let all you guys down by not showing up. I would do it even though I, I didn't want to do it. And um, as you can see, like I'm making some progress right now. I'm literally showing you every single workout I'm doing. I'm working out three or four times and it's, it's not like a 15 minute workout, right? It's not a 15 or 30 minute workout. It's generally 60 full minutes of training and I'm doing it three times a week. So it shows, like you said, you don't have to work out six days a week to see progress or to get stronger. But at the same time, if you're only working out th those three or four times, they do have to be pretty productive and they, you do have to get a lot in, in that, in, you know, that session. So that's the one thing I would say is obviously you don't need to be obsessive about it and train every day. But if you're going to, you know, you could easily train five or six days a week and only do 30 minutes, right? That would be a, kind of an equivalent. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. And now if people listening wanted to follow along with these workouts, where do they go? Yeah, that's a good question. So it is free and I'm streaming them three times a week until, you know, I'm able to go back to the gym, which here in New York probably is not anytime soon. Not anytime. So, <laughs> so I'm streaming them on Facebook in my fitness and accountability group. So that group is called uh, Men's Workout Fitness and Nutrition Advice with Jesse Rosenthal, I believe. Um, but if they wanted to add me as a friend on Facebook and shoot me a message or something, um, I could send them the link to the group or I, you know, if they go to my profile, they'll see me post about it at some point as well. Awesome. The last thing I want to mention, which I also find super interesting and entertaining is I know for a fact that you always keep Ben and Jerry's in the freezer. <laughs> and it's not like a dirty little secret. It's something that you actually like display and let people know like you know you have a sweet tooth and here's how it fits in and so again it goes against everything we're told from like a newbie perspective where I'm like okay well if I want to get into shape there goes the Ben and Jerry's so how do you navigate and make those choices that you're like I want Ben and Jerry's today tomorrow I'm gonna have pizza that's yeah it's a good question and yeah, you wouldn't expect your trainer to be promoting Ben and Jerry's or anything like that. Um, but it's true what you said, like, there really is no like a lot of 
like people in the fitness industry will say that there's no good and bad foods, right? Whereas we're kind of taught if you want to lose weight, you have to throw away the bad foods, right? The, the ice cream, the sweets. Um, some people think it's carbs in general, right? And the truth is there's just no good or bad foods. Obviously, there's foods that are healthier and have uh, more nutrients, or more, more nutrient-dense fruits, vegetables, you know, uh, whole foods, protein sources. Obviously, those are going to be beneficial to your health in the long run and are probably going to keep you more full and you'll feel better eating those. But that's not to say you can't still lose weight and have ice cream or have um, cake or whatever it is. And it goes back to what we were talking about before, as far as calories go and following a nutrition strategy, right? Some, an actual game plan with your nutrition. Mm -hmm. If you know how many calories you're eating, it literally does not matter where those calories come from. If you're in a good range of calories, you're going to lose weight, right? And if you're, you know, eating in a calorie surplus, then you're going to gain weight and you could eat in a calorie surplus of literally just broccoli. So, you know, you, you could have to eat a whole load of broccoli, but it's realistically, you could still do that. Um, so my thing is like, if anyone ever tells you that you have to never have ice cream again, or never have pizza again to lose weight, that person obviously has zero idea what they're talking about. Um, because we're all going to have some pizza again, right? We're all going to have a birthday. We're going to have some cake. We're going to do that stuff. And if you have that strategy in place with your nutrition and you're knowledgeable about how many calories you're eating in the day, you can easily, you know, once a week or once every two weeks or however frequently, right? Occasionally you can add in things that you're craving or things that you really enjoy that aren't necessarily the healthiest. Awesome. Well, I think that is everything I wanted to cover today. So thank you so much for carving out the time. Um, and I will, in the show notes, plug the links to your page so that people can get a hold of you. Awesome. Well, thank you for having me on. Hope there was some stuff in there that was helpful to some people. And uh, yeah, always happy to help out if anyone else wants you know, me to go in more detail, obviously. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to the Socially Distant Survival Guide. My name is Kevin Weinbold. You can find me on social media at Kevin Weinbold, or you can visit sociallydistantsurvivalguide.com where you will find more great content, including our show notes and links to other resources mentioned on the show. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a review on iTunes. And if you think this show might add value to someone you know, please spread the word. Until next time, stay safe, stay sane, and stay home.